Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode today we have Rishikesh Parida, talent acquisition partner at Kyorbe Technologies Private Limited. Rishi, it's good to have you here. How are you? Thank you very much Ashmita. It's really I'm really glad to be here and good to see you and uh, thank you very much for inviting me on this podcast. It's a pleasure having you Rishi. So Rishi just before we start you know and just to set some context about you and what you do can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your career journey Thank you very much so uh, Hashmita I hail from the beautiful city of temples that's Bhubaneswar Odisha and this is a city where I have spent my whole life starting from my childhood to my teenage even my college right I am an MBA graduate from the esteemed KIIT universities Kit School of Management where I did an MBA and got a distinction score in the year 2022 after my MBA got over actually before my MBA got over I started working as a talent acquisition partner full time with Kyorbe Technologies Private Limited and I have been handling end to end recruitment I have been handling vendor management campus programs and uh, you know all the day to day activities which we usually expect a ta partner to complete apart from my work i would also like to mention that i am a social person i do like to maintain my work life balance so when i'm not working i am involved in things like i cook i like to cook i like to play video games and i also like to roam around i you know when i get a chance i complete 100 120 kilometers on my bike so these are some things which i really like to do apart from my work oh, that's great yeah and well HR is something which really interested me back when I was in college doing my commerce I was studying bachelor's of commerce and there was a moment when I told myself if there's a career which I'm going to take that is going to be in HR and uh, I'm really lucky to be a talent acquisition partner from a young age I'm handling responsibility which is usually given to people who have worked some years in the industry so yeah that, that's it uh, thank you That's a wonderful journey you had Rishi you know so, you were know, telling that you actually do things that the TA partners do and you knew that you know you always wanted to be into HR so that's great that's great so uh, according to you Rishi i would like to ask you what is the biggest challenge that the HR industry is facing right now so hashmita let me be honest there are n number of challenges faced in the industry and the challenges keep on changing from time time to time however if we look at the current scenario uh, we cannot you know keeping them keeping in mind the time constraint i would like to speak of some of the major challenges which are being faced so if we look at the challenges which hrs face on a regular basis the first and foremost challenge is finding good talent you might be understanding that there's a term called unemployable so there are people out there in the industry Correct. who have worked for i mean who have uh, good degrees they have they are qualified according to the standards they may have done courses they may have done internships but they do lack certain skills which make them them unemployable so there is not a lack of people there's a lack of 
quality in the people. That is one very big challenge. It's a, I mean, it's a big challenge. I mean, HRs face it on a daily basis, right? So this is why if you look, talk to any HR, you might see in the talent pool, they may, have, they may have a lot of people, but the end offer is usually given to a very few people because many of them don't make it. Apart from this challenge, very crucial challenge faced in the HR industry can, you know, and this is also something which people face in day-to-day -day, uh, activities is getting the right talent in the right budget. You know, there are many Absolutely. issues. Absolutely. Yeah. There are many issues with uh, the candidates when we go to hire them. Uh, let me give an example to make it very simple. Okay. There was this really great candidate. Okay. I wanted to hire him. When I put him in the interview process on, on, on all those stages, it was a technical candidate. The interviewing panel was very happy. But unfortunately, that candidate was out of budget. Okay. That was, I, if I can say it was a sad day for me. I was, I was like so happy that, okay, this candidate can close my position. But unfortunately, because of budget, that is something which we had to let go. Another important thing is that as an HR, we should remember that uh, in today's world where there is LPG, liberalization, privatization and globalization, that's LPG. There are immense opportunities for candidates, right? So as an HR, how can you give the competitive edge to candidates? I mean, today people don't think about money much. You know, if I can say this line in Hindi, Paisa aaj nahi to kal aahi jayega. Money will come. What they are looking for? They are looking for a good environment, a good manager. In fact, I must point out that in 2018, if I'm not wrong, 2018, uh, Deloitte did a survey. And in that survey, they found out that 54% of employees are willing to take a pay cut and change their jobs just because they don't like their managers. Okay. Then in today's state, many people want a good culture. Many people want to work with highly enabling functions. They want to work with high-powered teams. So these are some things as an HR, if we cannot provide to candidates, then they'll just walk out. And they won't even think for a second before walking out. And uh, if we don't take steps to ensure that these things are being taken care of, then yes, we are in trouble. Yes, we are going to have some major issues. But, uh, you know, HRs, I see that, uh, you know, HRs at one point, they were just an admin function. Today, HRs are called business enablers. So yes, HRs have been taking good steps to make sure that uh, these kind of challenges are not coming up. I mean, they they're starting to give good money. They're starting to give good environment to the employees. So these are some things which are, uh, you know, being taken care of very well. And, uh, you know, right now, uh, since the uh, Gen Z and millennials are coming into the workforce. So Correct. keeping in mind their uh, needs, HR policies are being set out and, uh, you know, things are being put into order. So, yeah. So that was some great points, Rishi, uh, brought up by you. So I would like to ask you, you know, the challenges that you're facing every day, there's something new that happening, you know, actually people do value culture and, you know, a positive environment around more than, you know, money. I absolutely agree with that. So apart from, you know, the challenges that you face every day, what's the one tool that you use no matter what project you're working on? In all honesty, the one tool which I always use is Excel. Okay. The reason I use Excel is because Excel is free of cost. It's not a paid software unlike ATS softwares which are out there in the market. Okay. Using Excel, you can always keep track of the data. Okay. And in HR, in especially in talent acquisition, we have a saying that the data, that data is our Bible. You know, when we have data, people cannot question us. Okay. So... That is something which we use. And uh, in Excel, we can, because the spreadsheets are unlimited, you can put in how much ever data you want. 
suppose i want to put in data of my talent pool how many people are applying how many people are being are, are making it to the first round then second then final and how many did join if i'm not wrong yeah i can create a funnel i can create a funnel through that process and i can also put remarks of what the candidates told me or what are the major challenges i have faced or where there have been business delays so you know as a talent acquisition partner i think i did my job well if i maintain my trackers very well and excel is the ultimate tracker if you don't have anything you should start from excel i i'll completely agree with you on that completely completely rishi so rishi how do you get yourself out of difficult work situation imagine like there's a sudden surge in the hiring uh there's a lot of onboarding to do so how do you you know get yourself out of difficult work situation or how do you handle them well that's a challenging question i must say you know the reason i say it's challenging because people have different ways to get out of uh, tough situations or to solve tough situations uh, to be to say it more appropriately if you ask me personally how do i get out of challenging situations you know if i have a challenging situation the first thing which i do some people find it funny i go and grab a oreo shake oh that's great yeah, i mean everyone the first... has their own way of you know coping yeah, up with i, I things, grab an yeah. oreo shake i grab an oreo shake okay so you need See, a sugar rush to get things started <laughs> not exactly it's just that if i'm having a oreo shake you know chocolate com- contains certain components inside it life which, seems better <laughs> yeah it's not exactly life seems better <laughs> but it at least calms you down it gives you a happy mood you know that yeah, uh, because of certain elements which are inside uh, chocolate so i grab an oreo shake and the first thing which i tell myself is don't rush it you'll rush it you will be in trouble okay Absolutely. you know in fact most of the work which goes haywire is because it was rushed it was not planned out you know absolutely you know i would personally prefer to make things a bit late like one or two days late but it should be good okay correct instead of going you know in a how to call it, i instead of going fast and furious and doing uh, thinking out of your head and doing things which is not going to help anyone okay so first thing i which i do is grab an oreo shake then i exactly sit down and i see what do i have to do you know when you are given ad hoc work because you are doing something and you are given ad hoc work the work may or may not be difficult but because it came ad hoc you'll you'll uh, feel the pressure i can absolutely relate with that <laughs> yeah so you'll feel the pressure on that then what i do is i i see the work okay? and you know the next thing which i do i go to my manager and ask my manager what's the deadline on this you know because it can so happen that the work came in but it could it's not that it has to be completed today itself correct not a priority right now maybe it's yeah. it's not necessarily just because yeah. work comes in does not mean it has to be done unless it has been explicitly told by your seniors that this is something which you have to complete very urgently correct okay. then what we have to do is i go for reorganizing okay reorganizing for a very short term i was doing something okay i got some work which came in ad hoc maybe it's serious my manager confirmed it then i'll just temporarily stop what i'm doing and try to complete this okay and you know we should never forget that we are human beings yes it's a tendency for human beings to freak out yes it is a tendency okay in fact when initially when i started working not initially i'll relate an experience when i was a business development intern with an edutech firm okay. and you might be understanding that edutech is a competitive industry correct okay so i got a lot of ad hoc work i got a lot of ad hoc work and my manager came to me told me rishi two things one the work is painful i i won't lie but two this work was given to you because out of all the interns you were the one who has performed well absolutely so you, so you absolutely. have the potential to do it correct okay third and last thing which he told me we all are human beings you can only do what is humanly possible that's it you are you're not god you're a human being if you have done everything humanly possible to complete this work i won't say anything to you so keeping those things in mind i give my best you know my director in my current company he told me he told me one day rishi to kya hua kaam nahi hua to theek hai you are a human being you cannot work 
Correct. I mean, you you put a you put a computer on twenty four seven at one point of time, that will also lag, and it will shut Correct. down automatically. Yeah, it's like, it, if a computer needs rest, I think humans need rest. Humans Correct. need rest too. Yeah. Correct, and we are we have emotions too. Correct. <laughs> That's an ad hoc thing. We have emotions. Yeah. <laughs> we have emotions too. We have ten things to worry about outside the office, but. to structure it down first thing first oreo shake mandatory Absolutely. second prioritize and reprioritize okay mo- i'll mostly stick with reprioritizing third do everything possible humanly which is possible to complete the work okay and fourth never forget that in the corporate work never stops it's impossible to stop correct and especially yeah. when you're working with startups yeah yeah and trust me i work with a healthcare tech startup being in the healthcare industry we cannot stop correct so interesting points rishi i feel like all our listeners would agree to me on this that they will now first go grab oreo shake because everyone is craving a oreo shake even me now so i'll go grab a oreo shake after this so moving absolutely, on to absolutely absolutely yeah. so moving on to our next question so if you if you were sitting to leading industry expert in your field what would you ask them so if i'm sitting with the leading industry expert okay to be honest there are so many i cannot even name who is the best one i'll be very frank on that i have been following a lot of people right you know assuming i am sitting with some great leader and uh, you know great industry expert who is a uh, top shot in his uh, in his uh, work or her work i'll ask not one i'll ask two three questions to be very honest right? sure sure go ahead the first question i would ask is how how did you make it second was the experience was the process of getting there worth it okay was it worth your time was it worth your energy was it worth your money was it worth your sacrifices was it worth it third what do you do what did you do when you felt that this was the end okay i mean when you are working when you are trying to build an empire at one point or, or the other you will want to stop you will think that all hope has gone dark and i'm just wasting my time so what did you do at that moment of time okay when you thought that all hope has gone dark because you know that is something i personally believe that is something which you overcame and you reached there where you are today correct great great questions rishi again i'll say great questions you know so now you you told us you know what you will ask to the leading industry expert in the field now i would ask you i'd like to ask you who is your mentor or the industry role model and why okay So it, it it's okay, right? If I can tell multiple names, like two, three names sure. in this. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you. You know, because I feel that if I am uh, telling one person's name, then the other I'm devaluing. Yeah. No. No. We have to value. Uh, I mean, I personally feel uh, on personal front that you know you should value all the people who have helped you to be wherever Correct. you are today. Correct. So I would like to take out a few names here, and I'll reserve the last name, the most special name. Okay. This. I mean, this person is the most special person in my life. The first. First name I would like to take are the Wright brothers. You might be thinking Wright brothers are not related to the HR industry. They died years back. Okay, they were pioneers of aviation. Why do I respect these two brothers, Wilbur, Wilbur and Orville Wright? The reason I respect them a lot is because when people humiliated them the most, they actually did not stop. You know, they were at that level of humiliation where even kids started humiliating them. There is this interesting story written by a French businessman. I I'm not I'm 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 really sorry I'm forgetting his name. He was writing his story when he learned to be a pilot. So he went to Paris. He 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 was based out of France, but he went to Paris. He met a young American there in Paris who was who had come all the way from America to teach flying, and he was having a conversation with this young man, young twenty five thirty year old man. So this man 
told that businessman who had come to learn flying that, sir, many years back when I was a small kid, I humiliated two people. I humiliated two people. Today, I am taking their invention to the whole world. And those two people were Wilbur and Orville Wright. I humiliated them as a kid. And today, I am an aviator. I'm an instructor. I go and teach people flying. So Wonderful, wonderful stories. So that's why I really respect them because they did things at the lowest point in their life. You know, and you know, the best part to be an aeronautical engineer, to study in a good college, you you study hard, you try to clear exams like JE. If you want to go to foreign, you could clear GMAT, GRE. But the people who started aviation did not even complete school. They did not even complete school. And they built an industry which is even worth it. I think it's, if I'm not wrong, it's a few trillion dollar industry right now, aviation. The second person which I really like to, I would like to bring in this picture is Mr. Steve Jobs. Why I bring Steve Jobs into the picture is because Steve Jobs created something, right? And we know what is that something. Okay. Every day there are hundreds of products being created, right? What did he do? He did nothing. He just, he did wonderful marketing. He did marketing to that level that today, even small kids want to buy his product. (laughs) Agree, agree. (laughs) Even small kids want to buy his product. And that product is so expensive. I go around and I see school kids asking for iPhone. And I was like, better when I was in your age, I just wanted some, probably a chocolate shake or something nice to eat. And I was happy in that. Yeah. Agree. He took marketing to the next level. He took imagination to the next level. Okay. And he, when he was giving a speech uh, in one of his speeches, I saw that his knowledge on art, his knowledge on sound, music are something which helped him develop the iPhone. And the iPhone is a product, the Apple's not iPhone, exactly the Macintosh PC. Macintosh is a computer which is built by engineers today. right? But his knowledge, which was not related to engineering, helped him develop a product which is you know, I mean, today it's part of Mang. What else to say? It helped, it helped him develop a product, which is today's Mang. The third person, okay. And then after the third person, I'll come to the most uh, important person in my life. The third person whom I really respect is Mr. Richard Branson. Richard Branson is that person who created a company at an age where in that age, you know, people probably can't even think of starting that company, you know, when he, and that's Virgin Atlantic. When he started Virgin Atlantic, he was 30. Usually people who go into the aviation industry are people who have 30, 40 years of immense experience, have immense money, and they put in their money and they still don't make it out. And Richard Branson once said that I don't need to worry. I just have to take care of my employees. That's it. And we can't lie in 2018, his revenue was $5 billion, just Virgin Atlantic. So he is one, one of, he's an entrepreneur and entrepreneur, and he's one of those people who have in the start, always focused on HR, modern HR, you know, employee welfare, employee benefits, creating a good work culture, right? So that's one. The fourth and the final, you know, the special person who I really, you know, I've kept it for the last because, you know, he's that person is really special in my life. And uh, I would just like to say in advance that that person is not related to the field of management. He's my father. Why I say my father is because my father, he was he was not a rich guy. He is not a rich guy. I mean, we are not rich. We are not entrepreneurs. We are not businessmen. We are not industrialists. We are nothing. My father was a banker. He worked in State Bank of India. He retired as a deputy general manager. And currently, he's an investor. Okay, After his retirement, he took up that job. My father comes from a place which till date no one has even heard of. He comes from a place. We come. He comes from a family of agriculture. My grandparents and all my ancestors were involved only in agriculture. He had nothing. He 
barely could not he he could not go to his favorite college because he lacked money okay even scholarship was not enough but my father despite all odds despite having financial issues despite having health issues despite having malnutrition my father was malnutritious in his college he became a po a probationary officer in state bank of india you know and my father when he started working you see टूडे वेन वी पास आउट ऑफ कॉलेज वी गेट आउट जॉब्स वी स्पेंड मनी ऑन वट वी लाइक यू नो ये मेरे पास नहीं था अब मुझे ये चाहिए द फर्स्ट थिंग विच माई फादर डेड वेन ही गॉट इज सैलरी ही सेंट ऑल ऑफ इज मनी होम जस्ट कीपिंग अ लिटिल बिट ऑफ मनी आई रिमेंबर हिस्स फर्स्ट सैलरी वॉज ओनली वन थाउजेंड एंड फिफ्टी रुपीज एज एस बी ए प्रोबेशनरी ऑफिसर जस्ट वन थाउजेंड फिफ्टी रुपीज ही स्पेंड ही कैप लाइक फिफ्टी हंड्रेड रुपीज विथ हिम जस्ट टू गो फॉर द मंथ एंड रेस्ट ऑल ही सेंट बैक होम टू माई ग्रैंड फादर सो दट माई ग्रैंड फादर कैन गिव बैक मनी टू दो पीपल हु माई ग्रैंड फादर लैंडेड देन माई फादर ड्रेम्ट ऑफ बिकमिंग an ias officer but he dr- he dropped that dream because he had to take care of a family so when will he study he has to work he has to take care of family correct my father he wanted to do a lot of things in his life but seeing that he has to raise three children me being the youngest and probably the most unstable one he oh my god Uh, he started saving money so that he could send three of his children to good colleges. When I say that I studied from the esteemed KIIT School of Management, Bhubaneswar, it doesn't come for free, right? You have to pay a tuition fee. All of this happened because he did not spend on himself, and he saved his money so that you know his three children could do something. And uh, today he proudly says, "My eldest daughter is an engineer, my second daughter is a doctor, and my son is a manager." Oh, that kudos to that. I mean, hearing that only makes me feel so good. So he. must be really proud of all three of you i am sure yeah. kudos to him so, so the four example the four uh, role models and the uh, mentors that you shared rishi uh, and the story behind each one that you explained you know uh, i am very sure that my listeners would agree that uh, those stories were very inspiring and ev- everyone would have a lot of take away from those lessons and stories that you have you know told us today So this brings us to the end, end of our conversation Rishi. So before we uh, log off, uh, can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you? Sure, uh, they can reach out to me on my I mean I am the based out of Bhubaneswar. So I and I'm nowhere to leave here uh, very soon. So they can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Just type in my name Rishikesh Parida R I S H I K E S H P A R I D A and it will obviously come Rishikesh Parida talent acquisition partner at Kiorbe and they can always email me on my official mail ID that's rishikesh dot parida at kiorbe dot com. Okay, thank you, thank you so much, Rishikesh. It was lovely hosting you today. Thank you so much for sharing your insights with our listeners. I agree there. My listeners have a lot of takeaway from this podcast. Thank you, thank you so much. Have a nice day ahead. Thank you very much, Ashmita. It's uh, you know it's really an honor to be in on this podcast, and I hope that uh, you know people. You know, it doesn't matter how many people listen to this podcast, but what matters is did I affect someone's life in a positive way through this podcast? Absolutely. Even if it's one or two people, that's I'm happy with that. Absolutely, with that. I yeah. agree with you. I agree with you. It was pleasure having you, Rishikesh. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay. Thank you very much, Ashmita. Have a great evening. Yeah. Thank you. Same to you.